man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast this week of October 4th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 39. Uh, Chris here with Charles, uh, flying solo tonight. What's up, man? Uh, and we hope to have uh, Lalo back as a follow-up. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of doing a follow-up episode. I don't know how you feel about it on Sunday. We'll, ta- we'll hash out the details Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do like a follow-up thing before we release it on Monday. Yes as a yes. recap episode for uh, aftershock definitely because we're going to aftershock Dahlia's here with us as well what's up Dahlia uh do I just follow up with Charles's hey yo yeah hey yo hey there you can have your own you can have your own like catchphrase that's a tribute to Lalo right there <laughs> we do that yeah I get, <laughs> should I have practiced before no oh yeah. my god no no that's fine. Uh, let's, let's find out what Dahlia's catchphrase is right now uh yep. You had to make a make one up on the oh. spot, Dahlia. Je ne sais pas. There you go. There you go. That's good there enough. You go. That's good. That's perfect. Uh, all right. So season three, episode thirty-nine. We're talking about lots of stuff this week. Some great news. Blink One Eight Two's Mark Hoppus is cancer-free. Nice. So congrats, congrats to him. We'll talk yeah. about that. Tool announcing a major tour yes. for next year with Blonde Redhead. Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind Baby uh, wants the album cover removed for the 30th anniversary edition. Uh-huh. Talk about that. Patrons had to wait in line for over two hours for a $20 water at Knotfest over the weekend. Ooh. So they had to make a statement about it, and it's not looking good for the promoters there. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Of course, everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. Give us a like and a follow on all our social media at uh, rocknewsweekly. So kicking it off with the tour news uh, tool. Yes. A big tour for them in 2022 with Blonde Redhead and The Acid Helps. Blonde Redhead, uh, people, you can do your research on them. But The Acid Helps, I was checking it out. That's Adam's Guitar Tech. Um, Adam from Tool, his Guitar Tech, that's his band. Adam Jones, yeah. Adam Jones from Tool, his uh, Guitar Tech, that's his band. Oh, that's so cool. They're called The Acid Helps, then Blonde Redhead. Uh, The dates that we're getting in California are January 15th and 16th as well as the 18th and 19th. Yes. Uh, Southern California and Northern California dates, Sacramento, San Francisco, Anaheim, San Diego, uh, and a lot of places. Looks like they're going all the way uh, across the pond there to Copenhagen, Denmark, Norway, Germany, France, UK. Oh, yeah. All uh, coming up in, that. looks like, April and May for oh, you guys wow. in the UK. You know what's nice about that Sacramento one is it's actually on a Saturday. Yeah, which is phenomenal because usually, usually we're we get like a, t- a tool show on a Tuesday. Yeah, right? exactly. What the hell like, is oh that? My God, finally on a Saturday where I don't have to like try to like drag myself into work the next day. You know, super tired. And this gives us plenty of time to get a hotel if we wanted, oh, or yeah. plan out a nice night. So that's going to be a good show, big time. Um, and they're basically picking up right where they left off. Uh, yeah, because their last tour was in January. The last time I saw a show was Tool yeah. in January of. 2020 oh yeah that's the one that uh that's the one that i had to skip and uh and lalo's mom got to take him and said so who are we going to see uh i think she said who are we going to see metallica or something 
And Lala was like, Mom, um, you know, hell no. It was like some, it was like somebody else. She goes, oh, I can't wait to see this band. But she did like what moms do. They're like, I can't wait to see this band. Who are we going to see? Jethro Tull? <laughs> like, Lala was like, Mom, it's, you know. She like puts on, well, I bet you she did something even funnier. Like, yeah. uh, when they got in the car to go to the show. Yeah. She, like, puts on a Jethro Tull album. I know. And, like, cranks it up. Yeah. She's like, are you psyched? <laughs> and and Lala's looking at her like, what is this? Jethro Tull album? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. Tull tonight. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Gives him the fist bump motion. Yeah, dude, He's like, peace, mom. Right. I'm going to give props to Lala's mom for even taking him to the show. I know. It was pretty cool. Uh, and, and, and to <laughs> all of you who, who follow the show and you know, like, how huge of a Tool fan I am. Uh, it broke my heart to go, but my wife broke her ankle in six places that day. Oh, so that was crazy. I, I to, remember yep, that. I was, yep, I stayed home and took care of the twins. So that's what you do. You're a good man, Charles. Yep, she broke do. her ankle good and man. it broke your heart. It broke my heart. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, I'm so sorry about your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm well, now you get to pick I'm, up where you left off. I'm glad it didn't snap. Right into. <laughs> right into. All right, that's enough right of that. That's into. enough of that. <laughs> uh, I all right. love that song. It's like my favorite. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Incubus is going to be celebrating their album anniversary, uh, 20th Ooh. anniversary of their album Morning View. That was pretty much their biggest album, right? came out in 2001. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're going to perform it in Malibu. I thought this was cool. That was the place where they wrote and recorded Morning View nice. back in 2001. So they're going back there to do the uh, performance on October 23rd. If you can't make it, you can live stream it at Incubus website. So. Bob is a check that out. Nice. Look at crazy uh, David Whoa. Lee Roth. He oh looks my with shorter God. Hair. Yeah, he's he, looking. He looks better with shorter hair than. He's posing for that picture. He yeah. really is. Pizzazz. <laughs> 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 All right, but check this out. He's uh, announcing a Las Vegas run. So he's doing a New Year's Eve show and yeah. a Las Vegas run. Uh, right after this year, so uh, I thought it was funny because it lines up with Kiss. Uh, they're doing a New Year's Eve and a uh, Las Vegas run as well. They kicked David Lee Roth off the tour. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? I remember we that. talked a couple yeah. weeks back, uh, and Gene Simmons was uh, comparing him to Elvis, saying something like, "I liked Elvis in his prime, not when he was bloated on the ground or some horrible." Oh yeah, he said some horrible comment. David Lee Roth basically said like, "Fuck you, Gene," you know? Yeah. And I thought it was funny. He's like, "Well." Kiss is going to be doing a New Year's Eve run and a Vegas run. I'm going to do the same thing. And so he's going to do oh, his cool. own shit right there in Sin City. So hey, there, Way to go, David Lee Roth. At the House of Blues. He, he looks so happy. I just feel happy for him because he's so happy looking. He's one of those guys where he is like when you go and see him or just see an interview with him, he's like contagiously like, yeah, like yeah. he's a front man. Like he's one of the greatest front men, whether you like him or not, really in terms of his musicality. His way of being a front man and a personality is one of a kind. Big truly, time. truly one of a kind. And that, that picture screams two things. One of two things. One, an incredible insight into your own like self and positivity and just embracing the, the optimism of life. Or sure. two, just pure unadid, unadulterated amounts of cocaine. <laughs> There's two just pure screaming, uncut, just pure uncut Colombian David Crosby esque. <laughs> cocaine <laughs> speaking of that got some chili peppers uh tour dates well no tour dates they will be touring in june that's all oh, they okay. said in 2022 mm -hmm. for a world tour marking their first time 
with uh, John Frusciante back in the band, basically. Oh, yeah. They played a handful of dates, right, when the pandemic started happening, and uh, now this is going to be the first full-blown tour with John Frusciante back in the band since they kicked out Josh Klinghoffer in 2019. All so. right, cool. You guys interested in checking out Chili Peppers with John Frusciante back in the band? Does that do anything for you in terms of like, oh, John Frusciante's back in the band, or it's like, uh, this is like the third time he's yeah. been back in the band. Yeah. So whatever kind of deal. I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Mm, I mean, to all of our fans who are Red Hot Chili Peppers fans, um, I say, yeah, that's great. And to all of our other fans, um, I say, yeah. I'm a fan of Flea, so like, yeah, if Flea he's is gonna like, do like some like crazy shit, like I'm down. And Chad yeah. Smith if looks like Will Ferrell. Like I yeah, will check. That it out. is kind of cool. That's true. You know, I yeah. liked how they did that drum off for charity. Was, oh yeah, where yeah. they dressed exactly the same. Did you see that? I will, did not. Will Ferrell and Chad Smith. If you guys didn't see oh, that, I love it. They did a drum off, funny. and Will Ferrell was trying to do drum solo type stuff. It was really funny on a, on Jimmy Fallon, right? It, yeah, and it was yeah. for charity. It was all like for this. It was really cool. So, uh, tip of the hat to Chad Smith for that. Oh yeah, it was yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they put on a great show. They're just, you know, they're awesome. Back in the early '90s, I was a huge Chili yeah, Pepper fan. Right. Huge. Yeah, with early Mother's Milk was like one of my favorite albums. Yep. And then it just kind of I don't know. Every album ever since then just kind of been. Mm-hmm. Californication was great. Uh, I liked Blood Sugar Sex, Sex Magic, of oh, course, yeah. you know, but I I also liked One Hot Minute with Dave Navarro in the band. To be honest, it's not a fan favorite, but I really liked that kind of direction they went with him, and uh, yeah. that whole album was different for them, kind of outside their comfort zone, and, and uh, I yeah, liked that Yeah, definitely like Dave Navarro, Flea, Anthony Kiedis. Like, that they would had be, a good vibe. If Yeah, if yeah. I'm going to see the show, it has to be all three of those players. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you yeah. know when you see them, they will not have shirts on. Oh yeah, of course not. Especially Anthony <laughs> all three Kiedis. of those guys do. N- they yeah. never have shirts on. Are they gonna roll up in like a Bronco? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from 1987. Yeah. Anthony yes. Kiedis uh, no does shirts. not own a single shirt. No, he way. doesn't. He doesn't. And when you're like, do you have a shirt? He's like, what? Shirt? He constantly gets turned away at 7-Elevens and yeah. other similar yeah. places where it's no shirt, yeah. no no shoes, no service. Yeah. He's like, come on, baby, do I do what can I get wear with shirt? <laughs> Come on, let me in the 7-Eleven so I can wear a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, son. You feeling okay? Yeah, just a little down in the dumps. (laughs) Don't worry, kiddo. I got just the thing. What's that sound? It sounds like the wall is breaking. Hey, yo. I'm Chicken Marrow Nubbins, renowned blues harmonica player. Now, I may be known for sucking on my harmonica. Now, I want to share my passion for sucking on chicken bones. Chicken Marrow Nubbins are grade A chicken bones with the nubs broken off so you can suck all that sweet, sweet marrow nubbins out easily. Wow, Chicken Marrow Nubbins is so cool. Yeah, but what's wrong with his teeth? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's all the chicken grease that keeps my harmonica sliding through the night. No, seriously, that's disgusting. It smells like death. Don't you sass me, boy. You just hit my son. Dad, call the police. Well, hold on a minute. These are pretty good. Wait, wait a second. Where'd he go? He left a massive hole in our wall. But he filled a hole in our hearts. 
So get some chicken marrow nubbins tonight from yours truly, Chicken Marrow Nubbins. All right, well, hey, some great news. Blink-182's Mark Hoppus is cancer-free. So oh, yes, yes, yes. Great, great yeah, news. Great for him. Nice. Which, which one was Nicely he, done. though, in the band? Not the Aliens guy. Which one he's was he? He's the, the alien. guitar no, player, Tom right? Oh, he's not the Aliens guy. Okay. guitar player, right? Or bass player. No. I, I can't remember. He was, yeah, so, uh, I think he's the bass player. He, he's definitely not the drummer because that was Travis He's the Parker. bass player. He's the bass player. He's the one with the deep voice. Mm. Yeah, Tom DeLonge plays guitar. Hello yeah. there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The angel from my nightmare. Is yeah, that yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mark Hoffs, okay. he's the bass player. And he's yeah, also like, right. the look of love. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Yeah. I was not aware of that. He's the one with the deep voice. Um, well, so he beat cancer, uh, stage four, diffuse large nice. B cell lymphoma. Awesome. He's been in treatment for a uh, number of m- six months, and he says he has to get scanned now every six months and expects it will take him until the end of the year to get back to normal. So, oh, yeah. Uh, pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, very, Positive very good Positive energy news. to yeah. you, Mark Hopper. It's his... Uh, Mark Hoppus. It's his, uh, Hoppus. Hoppus. It's Hoppus. It's his uh, Cthulhu shirt that he's or his Waganathon shirt that he's wearing in that. Just remember hummus and then you're hopping. You're hopping in hummus. Yeah. So it's hoppus. Yeah. It's hopping hummus. Irregardless. Just kidding. That's not a word. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Look at the look at the baby from Nirvana's. uh, Never mind. All grown up. All right. Nice. That's him. Yeah. Good job. Stop suing him. Be happy that your penis (laughs) is on. 30 billion albums. His name is Spencer Eldon, the baby that was featured on Nirvana's Nevermind album. He wants his naked body removed from this 30th anniversary reissue that's coming up in November. Uh, He's suing Kurt Cobain's estate, saying the surviving members of Nirvana and other parties accusing them of child exploitation. It totally is. Um, But... (laughs) It kind of is. You know, yeah, it totally no, is. No, it's not kind of is. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big <laughs> it time. It is. Yeah, it's just he says that nude baby. Yeah. His legal guardians didn't formally consent to his image being used. Meanwhile, legal experts have called the case frivolous and offensive to victims of child pornography. So I guess that, that is kind of a good point as well, that um, literal child, when you're saying that something like this is child pornography, compared to what actually really is child pornography. Oh, yeah. It's not child pornography. It's or else that's would kind have... of his basis for the 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 lawsuit, though. I mean, exploitation, right? sure, um, but you would have to you'd have to sue the shit out of Ann Geddes. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had naked babies and oh, little yeah. leaf, leaves of <laughs> yeah. lettuce and on, yeah. on little tulips and shit. Yeah, big time. <laughs> big that's time. a good point. Um, but so anyway, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with this. Seems like every week we're talking about. Uh, this guy uh, in some shape I, or form. I think they should just settle it and just change change it and just move on. So they're they're asking that Universal Music redact the image of his penis from the cover. Yeah. So I think if they could just do that part, yeah, yeah that'd be great. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then we could just all move on. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll be like so, a bleep, like just like it's a or just gone. Pixelated like you just situation. See the kid's belly. And yeah, that's it. Exactly. Right? Why don't they just do that in the first place? Just like a little barcode, you know, so like everything it, else. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. There yeah, you exactly. Go. Right? Just a, expli- a little explicit language little <laughs> thing right there. Yeah, yeah. or the parental advisory or something yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, no. exactly. Or just like a picture of David Crosby. Oh, you could totally do that. Just his <laughs> face. Just a picture of him just I right there. With you guys. Just a Coke mustache. <laughs> All right. Just dripping with Coke. Uh, before we lose Dahlia, new Guns N' Roses track set for physical EP release is coming out. 
<laughs> it's coming out later this year. Uh, full EP. It's the first uh, new music from Guns N' Roses in over a decade. It's called Hard School with a K. Oh, nice. Instead of the proper way to spell school. Great message for children. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> big no, time. But, uh, I don't know. I think that's a pretty cheesy uh, title. Hard School. Give me a break. Uh, and <laughs> it's going to be on Hard CD, school. vinyl, and cassette. Of course, everybody's favorite format, cassette. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so great to listen to. I love ca- Well, you know, I I, the, I do love cassette. <laughs> if I, if like, I could tell you, like, many of my favorite memories were with cassette. No, I do, too. My, and I think that's yeah. all it is, though. Yeah. It's they're tapping into your favorite memory. Oh, that's it. Nostalgia. But in terms of actual audiophile, if I want to listen to a song. Oh, yeah. Or even, you know, just traveling with music. There's so many other... There's no reason. Oh, yeah. There's no reason. No reason. To listen to a cassette tape. No reason. But my, it does have a vintage kind of sound, I guess, that oh, maybe yeah. somebody would like. Absolutely. My favorite, like, cassette tape, like, memories is putting a piece of tape on the, t- Big time. On on the, the top s- and, rec- and recording songs on the radio oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that you wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're totally, like, showing our age yeah. right now. Yeah, go do that so. right now, though, right? I know. Go, yeah, go take the, the time to go do that Yeah, right now. I because uh, you won't. I so when when Tool Sober first came out, when it very first hit the the radio, and I heard it, I was so blown away. I was 13 years old. I was so blown away. Had never heard anything like it oh, before. Yeah. I've been listening to like rock for a long time at that point, and uh, well, I mean, a long time to a 13 year old. Like what, like two years? But uh, uh, such but, a long yeah, time. Such a long back <laughs> in the day. But uh, but I had heard it, and I was like, what is this? What is this? This milk of life, like what is the sound? And I remember sitting in front of the radio for like two days straight, just trying to because they wouldn't play it sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't play it like for because it just wasn't mainstream, right? No, it so wasn't a big track. When it finally hit, I was there with the tape on my cassette, just waiting to hit record. Yeah, and I captured. There were certain it, bands was, like that. Oh my god, it was amazing. I remember like Primus here and Primus for the first time on the radio. Uh, certain bands that just have a signature sound. That, Pete yeah. Droge. Yeah, Pete Droge, big time. <laughs> I want to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't love me, I'm hearing like the cowbell right now. <laughs> <laughs> like more cowbell. <laughs> well, anyway, for the Guns and Roses, we got off track there. Check Aww. it out. Uh, that's coming out on February 25th. Uh, full EP and a new single, Hard School, is out now. Cool. So there you go. All right. I thought this was kind of funny. Trivium's Matt Heafy <laughs> criticizing Machine Gun Kelly's. Uh, uh, so he says, you know, co- the whole thing with Machine Gun Kelly and Corey Taylor, Machine Gun Kelly called out Corey Taylor. I'm glad I'm not some 50 year old on the stage wearing a mask, you know, right? Yeah. That was Machine Gun Kelly's thing. So Trivium's Matt Heafy had a response to him. He said, uh, I, I want to officially. Okay, wait. He said, what, what, what is his official quote? I'd, I'd, like to, yeah. I'd like to formally diss Machine Gun Kelly for being 31 years old wearing a fucking 16-year-old pop-punk cosplay identity on a fucking stage, end quote. Nice. So I, I thought that was pretty funny, right? Yeah. Because he does that. look like that, right? He's like oh, wearing yeah. the, the, the nail polish. He's got like this fishnet long sleeve shirt. Yeah. With, like Jinko jeans and yeah. like... He looks like a villain out of the 1992 Power Rangers. <laughs> so we're going to see him on Saturday night. Oh, oh, yeah, what do you guys do think, you think on it's going to get booed? It no, be, it's going to get booed He so supposedly much. got booed pretty bad at Louder Than Life this yeah. past weekend. 
Yeah, it's gonna get booed. He's gonna get booed so bad. Do you think they're gonna follow suit with the booing from this oh, article? 100%. I don't know. Yeah, we 100%. shall see. Yeah. In yeah, a few we'll, days. We'll see. I was looking at the schedule. There's no other artist that's playing at the same time. I think Anti Flag is the. It's like the tail end of them, and then it goes into Machine Gun Kelly. Oh no my God, Anti Flag! Remember we interviewed him like three years ago? Yeah. Oh, he's so cool. Anti Flag. Go. Praise they're gonna be, you know what they're gonna do this year? They're gonna be like, you know, what? we changed our mind. We're gonna let you interview one person, <laughs> one person. And Machine, it's gonna Gun be Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. You guys are gonna be like, shit. Oh God. All right. <clears throat> What's it like to be the most hated person here at the Rock Festival? Yeah, I know, right? What's um, it like to be the son of Macaulay Culkin and Sandy Duncan? <laughs> As a Power Ranger. As a villain. Gothic Power Ranger <laughs> guitar player. Ex hip hop. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Let me just ask my wife, Megan Fox. What do you think, Megan? <laughs> Read me. Uh, uh, quick, somebody give her some fish heads. The blood of children. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's 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 move on here. We got one more uh, big story uh, in the rock world. Not fest attendees saying they waited hours for water, Ugh. and it turned out to be a twenty dollar bottle of water that they waited for. The Woodstock company, 99. I know. It's yeah. like Woodstock 99 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like, have you never been to a festival? Have you never, like, read, like, the requirements before going in? So yeah, this was in Iowa at yeah. the National Balloon Classic Field, Slipknot, Megadeth, Lamb of God. They were all there. 30,000 fans um, put on. So the company who handled the food and water had to make the statement. The venue, here's the deal, though. The venue's policy, they didn't allow fans to bring in refillable water bottles. Oh, okay. So that's also the venue's responsibility, too, right? Not just the food and water people. Uh, They didn't allow them to bring in water bottles. And lack of vendors coupled with understaffing issues caused some fans to become severely dehydrated. Some were charged $20 for a single bottle of water. NotFest attendee Mary... What the hell did that... I skipped ahead, sorry. Mary Caprin, she told the news as they were interviewing all these people. I have a screenshot of the news, and look at that huge line. Oh yeah, look at that. Uh, it's it's pretty long. That's yeah. pretty. Is that long. just for water? That was it's just for water. for water. Apparently, that's a huge line, right? And here's the deal. She also it, said it would be faster if they would just start digging or just spray them in <laughs> the yeah. face with oh, a fucking yeah. fire hose or something. All right, so she told the news, she said, quote, there was no signs showing where refillable water stations were, and I went back and looked on the map. They didn't even have it marked on the map. It was not spread out. Many festivals that we went to in the past, you had one stage on one end, one stage on the other, and the food and beverages were spread out all over the place. I mean, at Knotfest, you were in a line, and you didn't even know what you were standing in line for. Wow. So that's crazy. And such a killer lineup, too. I mean, look at that. Slipknot, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Gojira. That wow. is a great Amazing. lineup. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it's a shame that the festival just sounds like a total shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. You know, Don't ultimately, like, for me, it's like you have to look... At what the guidelines are before you go to a festival like you have to see what the guidelines are you have to know like where the different stations are and yeah. and you know, I don't know. the company's oh, yeah. the yeah. company's defense is yeah. they're you have saying to do your research before you go to a festival you don't yeah. just go and stand in line you don't even know what you're standing in the line for you know what after ultimately we're allowed to bring one sealed 20 ounce bottle of water right yeah yeah super cool and you can bring i'm sure your own water bottle i would think refillable water bottle yeah yeah i would imagine because they have stations there yeah 
It, they say their defense, they say they, quote, saw a huge drop in staff as many others in the hospitality industry have seen staffing has been difficult with the ongoing pandemic. So uh, apparently that was a big thing for them. The people working the event, they were just overwhelmed, uh, they say. They were so overwhelmed, they charged $20 for a bottle of water. <laughs> we're so overwhelmed. What should we do? I wonder if that $20 uh, turned into, like, somebody bootlegging, though. Yeah. Like, some, like inventive person that was like oh give me all your waters and charge it to my card and then they charge started charging 20 oh, yeah, dollars yeah. people waiting in line you, you know, know what you do when you're understaffed at a festival and, and and you're selling you're selling water or booze you tell people in the line you say hey how about you come work for me and i'll give you all the free water and booze you want <laughs> yeah. as long as you work right and there then all go. of a sudden very true hella staff you got tons very of true and now a message from one of our sponsors when you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. All right, let's move on to some rock birthdays and trivia coming up here, guys. Ooh. Rock birthdays this week. Charles, take it away. Oh, Who do we got this week? Some yes. amazing, well, amazing rock birthdays. Amazing. Well, first, uh, let's all take a, a step to the left, um, another jump to the right. Put your hands <laughs> on your hip and bend your knees in tight for a meatloaf. Woo. Guys, <laughs> none of you guys recognize. <laughs> I don't know. What's okay, that um, it's Rock or Picture Show. Oh Me- yeah, yeah okay. meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. It's just a. Step, jump to the left. Another step to the right. Come on, guys. Put your hands on your hips. Okay. Nope. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's Milo, move on from uh, that. Rock singer, 74. <laughs> disputed. It's disputed. How old disputed. is he really? Who yeah. knows? How old are you, Meatloaf? And I, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can't know. do that. Get over here, Edward Norton. Tell me your real age. I can't do that. Get, I can't do. Get over here, Edward Norton. Okay, bitch tits. Oh, All right, Fight Club. My, my Mark Farner from Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> Grand Funk from the Woo! Grand Funk Railroad. Seventy-three. All right, uh, Jerry Lou Lewis, nice rock and roll pioneer, cousin of former televangelist Jimmy Swaggart, and Holy club shit. owner and country performer. He's eighty-six. Gilly is eighty-six. Con- congratulations on reaching eighty-six, Jerry. Didn't Lewis. he marry his cousin? He did, and she was like, uh, she was like two. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Great drink, balls of fire. Must drink the blood of children to, to yep. sustain him. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what yeah. Gonathon gives yeah. him eternal life. Well, Gonathon gives him eternal life. And um, yet, in a life of mediocrity past 50. Robbie Tackick oh. of the Goo Goo Dolls. 57, baby. Uh, Trey <laughs> Anastasio, uh, singer, guitarist of Fish, who happens to uh, be a band that has. Um, 17 billion minute long songs uh, is, the, is the band Fish. Uh, You're right. Mike, uh, Mike Rutherford, uh, guitarist, bassist of Genesis, 
and a mic that's in the mechanics. Right. That's right. And then, how is Tommy Lee back in the news again? He's, He's back. He's back with his birthday. Why are you a, a rock musician, Motley Crue? How 59. dare you? 59. 59. All right, guys. Let's move on to some trivia. Check it out. This week in 1964, this band make their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. It was a big, big deal back then. Who was it? Was it A, the Beach Boys? Was it B, the Beatles? Or was it C, David Crosby and the Freebasing Ferryman? Oh, that was a very obscure it's band tough. of his, but uh, uh, you know, popular at the time. It's tough, tough. What do you think, Lalo? Oh, <laughs> I miss Lalo. He'll be back. He'll be back, folks. He would choose um, David Crosby. Actually, what, what do you would think, Lalo Dahlia? choose? I know. What would Lalo choose? I know exactly who Lalo would choose. Chris does too, right? Yeah, you just said it. I'm yeah. going to go with the Beach Boys. Beach the, Boys, okay. Hey, the Beach Boys. Why, why, why over the Beatles or uh, David Crosby? <laughs> David Crosby and the Free Basing Ferry. <laughs> Serious? You never heard anything from them? Never heard anything from uh, that group? That was a famous group, baby. I, I love that group. With you guys. They had a handful of seven um, inches that were uh, played. They played the clubs at that time. I love oh, it. For their, their album was called David Crosby and the Freebasing Ferryman, and the title track of that album was also called David Crosby and the Freebasing Ferryman. And then when they started the track, the track is exactly three seconds long, and all they do is like start playing music, and they just go David Crosby and the Freebasing Ferryman, and, and that's, that's it. it. That's it. And they just stop, and then for 12 minutes. The album cover is just a, uh, a foil boat made out of aluminum foil and a straw with a, with a liquid puddle in there. And that's I love it. That album. You, know, you heard it now, folks, on Rock News Weekly. David Crosby and the Free Basing Ferryman. It did. It did. So it's yeah. C. And in e- e- this week in yeah. music <laughs> history trivia. And each one of them has a... Has the has the coke pinky nail like a right like, little scooper yep little like scooper yep like a like a um like a grandpa Charles or grandpa uh from Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory he's got the coke <laughs> the coke nail if you ever uh Grandpa Joe if yeah, you ever look up Grandpa Joe he actually has a coke nail Grandpa Joe's a piece of shit he's a piece of shit <laughs> he's horrible I mean, let's just get let's let's just be real he's a about horrible it. horrible he's a human horrible being. person yep. All right, okay, who, do you, 19- who do you choose? <laughs> 1964. Who do you choose, Charles? 1964, this band makes their first appearance in the Ed Sullivan Show. Um, I'm going to go with uh, David Crosby in the Free Basin Ferryman. <laughs> okay, all right. And Dolly's going with the Beach Boys? Yeah. You are absolutely correct. It oh, was the Beach Boys this week in 1964 on the Ed Sullivan done. Show. Hey. All right, some more uh, trivia for you guys here. In 1996, this week... This lead singer wrote a letter to the press and his bandmates disputing the details as to why he wasn't in the band anymore. Who wrote that letter? Was it A, Ozzy Osbourne, B, David Lee Roth, or C, Sammy Hagar? Who do you guys think? (sighs) Well, I'm going to go. So if you scroll down a little bit more, I'm going to go with D. And that's a coke fueled David Crosby, <laughs> and the reason, and the reason, really? yeah, and the, what what happened was it actually caused a lot of controversy because he wrote this detailed letter that was like a tearjerker, mm-hmm. and it was very eloquent, articulate, very well done. Right. Except the weird thing was that he didn't even have a band at the time; he just like wrote it. It wasn't addressed to, to anyone. No one. <laughs> just it wasn't addressed. <laughs> it wasn't addressed, and it was like, dear John, and then it just. That was it. Uh, but if I didn't have that answer, I would have gone with Sammy Hagar, baby. <laughs> Sammy Hagar, okay. Dolly, what do you think? 
I'm not gonna respond until you give me your uh, Sammy Hagar uh, impression. Oh, Sammy Hagar. Well, yep. well let's call him in. No, 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 no. Yep, yep. Yeah. He hangs out. He's just in the backyard. Somebody's knocking on the door. Let him in. Bring him in. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, yeah, you need to know about this event. In 1996, I was down in Cabo Wabo, man. I was on the beach with Keith Richards. We were smoking out of a coconut. You wouldn't believe it. And then I wrote this letter, man, and and then it just got picked up. Woo! And then Rolling Stone took off, and then I just left the band. It was crazy. I'm out of here. Buy my tequila. Yeah! Wow. Sammy, wow. Sammy so Hager, everyone. From him, he says it was uh, him. Sammy Hager, everyone. That was a little fucking weird how he I left. Know. It. He like walked out the door and he closed. You see it that? He, he took off on us. a coconut. The coconut just lifted off into the air and he flew up. Yeah, yeah. Into the Cabo Wabo sunset. Into the Cabo Wabo sunset. That's actually it. a drink you can order at his bar. Cabo Wabo sunset, baby. I love it. Can't wait to drink it. That's I heard it's like I heard it's like 96 proof. It, it is. It's just actually yeah. a shot of gasoline from his truck. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So, Dahlia, what do you think? All right. What do you think, Dahlia? Cabo Wabo. I can't. I can't. All right. Get it together. Come on. You, you can do it. You can do I need it. you to like, regain really my composure here. I know Sammy you know, has that Sammy, effect on people. Sammy just left. Oh, my God. Like Jeez. Oh, my God. He's a hurricane. Uh, I'm going to go with Sam's David Lee Roth. Good. David Lee Roth? Okay. It was David Lee Roth. Whoa. This week in 1996. So, responding to former lead singer David Lee Roth's open letter a day earlier where David Lee uh, Roth referred to himself as an unwitting participant in Van Halen's schemes. The remaining members of Van Halen issued their own statement. They say, We parted company with David Lee Roth 11 years ago for many reasons. In this open letter of October 2nd, we were reminded of some of them. The intention all along was to do two new songs, Dave. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) She's still... (laughs) Dolly's still... She got caught up in the David Lee Roth hurricane. Oh, yeah. Sammy Sammy Agar hurricane. Uh, Sammy Agar hurricane. And it won't stop. Oh, uh, that's 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 pretty good. I love that he that they that Van Halen schemes like I just imagine them <laughs> yeah. all in big robes, like all huddled in a circle, like around a fire, and they're like, "What should we do now? What should we do with this David Lee Roth? What should we do with this David Lee Roth?" <laughs> <sighs> all right, one more trivia yeah, we question. We have like a yes. super laugh, like when it just won't stop. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. Keep hey, doing it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Maybe our laugh track. Yeah, it'll be maybe more people will <laughs> laugh as a result of, of you laughing. So this is good. Keep it up. 1976. This week in 1976, Joe Cocker appeared on Saturday Night Live, performing Traffic's Feeling All Right as a duet with this SNL cast member oh. who was known for his impression okay. of Joe Cocker. Who was it? Was it A, Bill Murray, B, Dan Aykroyd, or C, John Belushi? All right. Well, I'm yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with D, a Cokefield David Crosby, who at the he's not a choice on this, Charles, who who did a small stint on SNL in 1976 for exactly one week until he got his ass kicked off 
for doing too much coke, which is crazy because in SNL, all of them were doing hella coke at that time. And so, they kicked out yeah. uh, David Crosby instead of anyone else? Yeah, could you, uh, just David Crosby alone? He just got, uh, actually, no, it's C, John Belushi. C, John Belushi? It's C, John Belushi. What do you think, Dahlia? So, audience, we've got A, Bill Murray, B, Dan Aykroyd, or C, John Belushi. Oh, okay, I'm going. Okay, 1976, Joe Cocker. I'm like picturing him like at like Woodstock, 19. So who, who out of these cast members would do a good impression of Joe Cocker? Come on, John Belushi. Oh yeah, that's totally John Belushi. Cause I re- I remember that show because he was like, it yes, was, like, John Belushi. Like, yes, thing, that's like, right. It was John it was. So that happened this nice. week in 1976. Nice. Uh, that was pretty cool. So Heck yeah. All right. Uh, awesome. Super Bowl, they announced that Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick yes. Lamar is going to be at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. That all, actually sounds yeah. pretty good. All Why is there folks? like a picture yep. of Bam Margera you'll, being you'll like see. all trash? We'll get to that in a minute. The <clears throat> oh my all, God. all of these artists are originally from L.A. Yeah, and it's going to be right in their backyard. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be taking place at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. So I think that's really cool that they gave a nod to all the local uh, musicians there. Yeah, I said Compton. I meant Inglewood. (laughs) But very cool. Um, All right. Nice. Nice. Dave Chappelle, he's got a new special coming out on Netflix. Um, It's called The Closer. The sixth chapter of his stand-up series will be available October 5th. Awesome. I I still love Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's still doing good, man. Awesome. He's got, I think this is the fifth of his six things that he's doing for Netflix. Yeah. He's got six um, whatever features. So Yeah, cool. like like during the pandemic, like I can't remember who it was. They're like, oh, yeah, we go to Dave Chappelle's farm and, like, we, you know, they do, like, uh, a, a comedy thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, Dave, Dave Chappelle, he's, like, on mushrooms and everyone's just, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Relaxing and yeah. out there, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, oh like yeah, yeah. So like, like that's it, where we went during the pandemic, just to like chill and hang out. And he was like, not like thinking that it was a thing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be so dope though. Could you imagine? Because he's got like the in the, the middle of a cornfield. Yes. Yeah, it's probably like he's got like the mega stars of like a, like real thoughtful hip hop. Like it's like Dave Chappelle high on mushrooms and Talib Kweli, just like <laughs> yeah, all sure. introspective, talking politics mm-hmm. and. You know, Mo's deaf, and it's probably like all cool. these, the whole crowd of people, and then and then uh, over there in the distance, just huddled, butt naked, asking to come in is Kanye West, just asking <laughs> if he could guys, come back. Can I can I come back, guys? Can I come back in? No, Kanye, time? get out of here. Do I get to play with you guys? No, no. get out of here. No, you were Kanye. You were cool. You were cool. Now you're not. You're not allowed back in the game. Yep. All right, more movie, TV, entertainment news. Boba Fett series uh, is coming out December 29th later this year. Disney Plus revealing that uh, this week that the Star Wars spinoff series will premiere on December 29th. All right. So cool. there you go, Star Wars fans. That yes, you were great. talking about this picture of Bam Margera looking scuzzy. He's not doing too hot. He's been taken to rehab. Uh, police have taken them to rehab. Apparently, there was an order from the judge uh, to take him to rehab. They got a report in Tampa at a Tampa Bay hotel of an emotionally disturbed person. It was unclear what was going on, but cl- uh, clearly police found cause to take him to rehab. When deputies arrived, they were informed that Mr. Margera had an ex parte order, which is a judge's order for a court-ordered rehabilitation. Mm. So 
there you go. He had to go to rehab, so. Yeah, he's looking a little rough there. The last time you, you showed a picture for us, um, I didn't believe it was real, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, man. Like, yeah, he's, he's looking yeah, pretty bad. He's looking pretty bad. All right, weekly WTF this week. We only have one or two more stories left. Look at this, guys. A sculpture of Humpty Dumpty on a toilet was stolen in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Yeah. That looks very much like the Who face of a Who would make a, a sculpture mo- like this in the first place is the question. Uh, it The face looks very much He's like a recent, um, a recent leader of the free world that we had here. Oh. It's got a, a little bit of a, uh, I see a that resemblance. Now. A $1,400 bronze sculpture of the nursery rhyme character Humpty Dumpty sitting on a toilet. Madison Police Department says the sculpture called Dumpty Humpty was stolen from an art fair at the Square Vendors booth on Saturday. Okay. They have security footage of two masked men who might be responsible for taking the sculpture. Well, you know, $1,400. bucks. Um, it's got to be tweakers. Tweakers. It's got to be tweakers. Bronze. It's bronze probably melted. Shit. They may have. They may have thought it was worth something and melted it I down. I think there was probably just a bunch of stoners. <laughs> right? They thought it was funny. Like, oh, look, it's Humpty Dumpty on a toilet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. And they, we could yeah. use it as an ashtray. Yeah. I know, bro. <laughs> All right, and I, I thought I'd throw this in at the end as a new feature. Charles' favorite fast food restaurant update. Nice. As the McRib has returned to McDonald's. Oh, nice. Coming out on November 1st, 2021. You'll be excited to know McDonald's is celebrating the 40th anniversary of the McRib by bringing it back. Isn't that great? You know, uh, two two things to say about that. Two (laughs) things to say about that. All right. This is what I think. A, this is what I think about McDonald's. (laughs) B, McDonald's, please sponsor us. Please buy me, give us free McRibs. Right. Buy me a guitar. Yeah. Buy me a guitar, and then we'll eat a McRib on the podcast. And then you buy Charles a, a guitar. But the guitar has to be in the shape of a McRib. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, all right. That's kind of cool. Oh, I see you that. Know? That's nice. Like, you know, it could be a little, the, the guitar is the shape of the actual rib patty. Yeah. And then you have, like, little pickups, uh, or the, uh, the knobs or pickles. Yeah. You know? I see you cool got little, yeah you got a little split the baby put conundrum a, going on there. Put the bun for the headstock. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Exactly. I think we're on to something here. I think we are on to something. I think we're on to our next commercial. <laughs> I don't think I've had a McRib before. No. Like I uh, I've never like, had one either. I need to eat one of these. Like what is the fucking hype about? It's just I don't know. It's so stupid. It's it's a barbecue sauced pork pork patty. Oh, I can't eat any. I can't. Do you mean like? Pork. Do you mean like a sodium patty with a bun wrapped around it? Pretty much. Probably. MSG patty. Pretty much. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I remember when they yeah. made their first big comeback was when the Flintstones movie came out in the '90s. You guys remember that movie? Uh, with John Goodman. Yeah. And Rick oh, Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. And they had oh, the Rick Moranis was Barney, right? Yeah. Yep. And they had a, the, it was a big comeback for the McRib, which was because in the movie, they, you know that scene where he goes to the thing and they bring in that big rib thing and it makes his car tilt? Yeah. Mm. So McDonald's capitalized on that and they had a sandwich that was the McRib that looked like it has little rib things like poking out. Like it looks like a, a, a rib, a slice of ribs. Oh, what, yeah. It's supposed to look like a rack of ribs. Yeah. That's the mm. idea. Yeah, but it's gross. All right. Well, you know. But it's, it's celebrating its 40th anniversary. 
of being gross. 40 years? Yep. Of the McRib? That's right. Oh, my God. So there you go. David right. Lee Roth, what do you think of that? Uh, People love the McRib. I remember, yeah. like, uh, yeah. uh, Ozzy Osbourne's son, what, what's his name? He's like, oh, the McRib. Oh, the McRib's coming on. Coming back. Ozzy Osbourne's son was saying that? Yes. Yeah, he wh- loves the McRib. What are you talking about? Oh, God. Oh, he, he loves, okay. he loves the McRib. What are yeah. you You're not talking about? about Jack. You're talking about yes. Ozzy's. No, Jack. You're talking about his other son, Jack Fozzie, Osborne right? is a fan of the McRib. Is that what you're saying? He's talking about Fozzy he Osborne. Did. I remember. I remember. Fozzie He's like, Osborne. oh, the McRib's coming back. What? McRib's coming you remember, back. You remember oh, this McRib. from what? With the, the MTV show or something? Oh, God, probably. Um, I don't know. That's breaking news. We're breaking news here. That We're breaking news. Jack Osborne is a fan dun, of the McRib. Dun, dun. Yeah, Fozzie like Osborne. 20 years ago. Fozzy Osborne. <laughs> All right, that's enough. We're done, guys. All right, check us out, of course, rocknewsweekly.com, at Rock News Weekly, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. Give us a like and a follow and a rating on the podcast uh, platform, whatever you're listening on. We do appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week, all right? Peace! And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, With Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. And for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choices Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole?